All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Pass the Rock. Today, as promised, I'm going to be addressing my top five defensive prospects in the NFL draft. The draft is about eight days away, I believe. Starts in about eight, seven days, and I'm very, I'm very excited for this draft. Like I said, as y'all, as y'all know, I've talked about this draft a lot in the past few episodes, and I'm really excited to see how everything goes and. If you haven't seen my top five offensive prospects yet, y'all make sure to go check that out. Uh, but today I'm going to be going right into it. Before we get that started, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, suggest any debate topics that y'all have. With that being said, let's get into this today. All right. At my number five, I have J.C. Horn, who plays for the University of South Carolina. And here's my reasons why. So J.C. Horn is watching him alone. He's a he's a pure cornerback. He's very talented. Uh, he ran a 40-yard dash of a 4.39. That is pretty fast for those who don't know what a 4.39 is. Uh, also, from the way I've I've watched him play over the over the years, he he has a lot of flexibility. He kind of adjusts very well to to kind of what you want your cornerback to do at every point of a game. He also he also posted a 4.15, a 41.5-inch vertical leap. He is very athletic from what I'm seeing. He has raw athleticism, and he's entertaining to watch. He puts on a show. So I, I think he—I personally think he's number five. A lot of people have him, at least a lot of prof- professionals have him at the bottom of their list, towards the bottom, not too close to the top. But for me, I really have him at number five when it comes to defensive players because— of what he can do and the way he shows himself on the field. At number four, I have Caleb Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley is a safety who plays for the University of Virginia. Um, a lot of people have him as the top-ranked safety in the NFL draft this year. There's arguments that there's other people above him, but... I personally think he's the number one safety in the draft. I think he's not necessarily overlooked, but sometimes just a little bit underestimated. I think he has raw talent. I think that he he has the talent for safety in the NFL. Now, at the end of the day, defense in the NFL is a whole different ball game because of how strong a lot of these uh, wide receivers, a lot of these running backs have, are becoming in this day and age. So it's very important for safeties and defensive backs to be able to stand their ground. But personally, I think I think California can actually stand his ground in the NFL. He's six foot two. He's 197 pounds. He ran a four, 40 yard dash of 4.3. He had 56 56 total t- tackles and 43 solo tackles in his season. I think he has everything he takes. He's already 6'2", 197 pounds, and that's probably recorded just right about the combine. He's probably going to gain a few more weight throughout, you know, throughout the summer season, throughout uh, summer camp, throughout training camp, throughout preseason and all that. So by the time the season starts, he's probably going to put up even some more weight. So I personally think when he comes to strength and being able to compete with the high-level running backs, uh, uh, wide receivers, running quarterbacks, all those kind of people, even getting past the line. I think he has the athleticism and the size to get through. So I have him at number four on my list. Now, just like my, my video about the offensive prospects, 
I promise it's not easy to put these names together because honestly, it's just like a lot of these guys are really talented. The top three was definitely very hard for me to put together. I had to put some bias aside and some pride aside and other to make this top three as accurate as possible and as, you know, catered to my favoritism as possible. So at number five, I have Quinipei. Quinipei. He is something different. Quinipei is something completely different. He, okay, so he's a defensive lineman for Michigan. And if you if you just if you just watch him alone from playing, Quinipei is something out of the ordinary. Like when you when you say a, like when you say like defensive tackle, when you say a de- defensive lineman, this is kind of the person I think about. He is strong, he is quick, he can get through the line. He's literally a menace to every quarterback that had to play him this year. He had 97 total tackles. He had 23 tackles, 23.5 tackles for a loss. He had 11.5 sacks. As a senior in 2020, what, what else do you what else do you want from a guy like this? He is literally your raw defensive end. If if he put he put up he put up how many he put up 97 total tackles and he put up so many. He put on 12 sacks this season. A lot of defensive ends struggle to even get to five sacks or six sacks. And yes, I know the NFL is different, but apparently this past season, David Clown didn't even put out in sack this season. So you see, like, sacks is not something that just come in easy. Yes, it is college football. The, the, the offensive line is probably a lot more smaller than, you know, what the NFL is. But it doesn't change the fact that this man is very talented. I want to see him get off the board pretty quickly. I don't want him to be those guys who drop down. He's my number three. It was hard to kind of put him there. But at the end of the day, I have him at number three. Kudipe needs to get drafted, like, first defensive lineman off the board. No questions asked at all. There should be no debate about it. There should be no double thinking. He should get off the board first when it comes to defensive linemen. All right, guys. Now, at my number two, this was a little bit more tough for me to put him at number two because he's literally my favorite prospect defensive prospect in the draft I talked about Patrick Cern last uh, last episode and how I want the Cowboys to draft him 100% still want the Cowboys to draft him he should be the first cornerback taken out of the draft there should be no questions asked there should be no debates yes 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 there's other people who put on a great number even JC Horn himself they all put on a great talent but Patrick Cern already passes the eye test like, just looking, like, when you walk into the building and you're looking for your cornerback, you're looking for who's my ideal cornerback that I want to show out for my NFL team, Patrick Stern is literally the biggest standout to me. Like, when you look, when you just go, when you go in, when you watch him play, when you look at size, when you look at speed, he's on there. He shows his talent everywhere. Yes, he's a little slower than J.C. Horn. He does run, he ran a four-point 4-2, 40-yard dash. But you have to understand that he benched 225 pounds 18 times and he had a broad jump of 10 feet and 11 inches. He is outrageously great. Also, through, also, first of all, he also played in the highest level of college football this season. He's a national champion. He has played 
against some really great receivers. He's played against Jamar Chase when Jamar Chase played. He he only allowed 21 catches for 273 yards. He held, he allowed 21 completions in a whole season for only 273 yards. There's 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 wide receivers in the NFL that that have put up 273 yards in one game. But he limited all the wide receivers across 12 games including the two games in the playoffs, he held him down to 270 yards and only 21 completions. I think, I don't, I don't know what else you need to hear, but if you need to hear something else, he also played at Alabama, which means at some point in time in practice, he had to guard Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy. Uh, he probably had to, at some point in time, Devontae, Devontae Smith, he had to get, uh, he had to guard him during practice. Jalen Waddle, he had to guard him during practice. He's, he's also been in Alabama for three years. So if you want to go back three years and look at all the wide receivers that played in Alabama, the very outstanding, talented ones, he had to guard these guys during practice. So when it comes to him just being a natural corner, and a, a, he's the best all-around corner in the draft. Now, J.C. Horn has that speed, and a lot that, that might distract a lot of teams because a lot of teams want that crazy speed. Yes, Pakistan doesn't run a 4-3, but he runs a 4-4. That is also pretty fast. Yes, in this day and age, the world keeps getting faster, and, you know, the slow, the, the four, four fours and four fives is not as impressive anymore. Everyone's looking at four threes and four twos. But at the end of the day, when you when you look at him all around, he passes the eye test. He passes the physical test, the test of talent, experience in national championship games and bowl games. He's played at the highest level. So I personally think that when it comes to cornerbacks, I think he should be the first one taken off the draft. He's 6'2", 208 pounds. He passes every test in my book. Now, for my number one prospect, I don't think, like I said, the main reason why I couldn't put Patrick Stern over this guy is because it would just be kind of ignorant to do that. He is something completely different. My number one prospect is Micah, Micah Parsons from Penn State, linebacker. He is like if, if you if you if you watch college football this season, pay attention to the best of the best, the way people play. Because you know I understand national television. You're not always gonna watch every game. Even I don't get. I mean, as much as I love college football, I can't watch every game every day or, or every weekend. But I try to watch a lot of games all around, even from the smaller schools to the biggest schools to the schools who are ranked high and the schools who are kind of mediocre and the schools who are ranked low. Because at the end of the day. At the end of the day, every single school is going to have a talent that just stands out, whether he's projected to be number one on the board or number one in his position on the board or not. But for me, Michael Parsons is that guy that stands out from Penn State. He should really just be the overall number one defender taken out of the draft. But when it comes to linebacker, I don't want to even hear a topic. I don't want to hear a topic about, oh, maybe we should pick. No, 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 no. He is the guy you want. He is who you want off the board. Watching him throughout the season, he had the, the, he had a, a, the Cotton Bowl MVP recognition. He runs, he clocked a 4-3-9-40 dash as a linebacker. That's, this is what I'm telling you. This is what I'm explaining when it comes to college football in this day and age a lot. 
the speed is kind of increasing. You have a linebacker on the 4-3 or 4-3-9 as, as a linebacker. I don't I don't know if you, I don't know how you plan to to take care of that. Like I don't as 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 an offensive player, you can't say, oh, I'm trying to outrun him because he has speed. And linebackers move lateral. So think about a four a guy who runs a four three and can also move lateral comfortably. That is probably your worst nightmare. I don't think I, I would not wish that on any offense, especially teams that I really support. But I definitely think Micah Parsons should be taken out of the draft first. Defensive-wise, definitely linebacker-wise. Like, when it comes to linebackers, he should be off the board quickly. He's 6'3", 245 pounds, and he runs a 4'3", 40-yard dash. Please take him off the board, because if you don't take him off the board and you need a linebacker on your roster, somebody else is going to take him off the board, and you're going to regret it. So... That's my top five for today, guys. I definitely believe that it, it, it was kind of difficult to put this put these names together, even from just watching these guys, also doing more research to see specific things that they have done after the season or even just beyond the scene. I personally think that th- these top fives, it's pretty realistic, kind of doesn't get better than this. But if y'all think that there's some names missing from this list, make sure to Comment, hit me up, let me know what y'all think, let me know what names y'all think I missed out, let me know if someone's name was too high or too low. And obviously, you can you can have a debate with me in the DMs, I'm ready, I can talk about anything. Football, basketball, you already know I'm ready to talk about it. So y'all make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and make sure to put that notification button on so whenever I drop new videos and new podcasts, y'all can be aware of them. With that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for watching, peace out.